So There Was is a weird history podcast where three weird guys talk about three weird stories. But the catch is, one of us is lying. Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose. Hey, I'm Ivan. I'm Davis. And I'm Bum. And you're listening to the So There Was Podcast, a wacky podcast about wacky things with even wackier people. We are the wacky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are the, the weird and wacky wonderful people we've, we've, down here. We've drunk from the, the funny juice. After being so long in quarantine, it just fills up, you know, and like you gotta, you gotta have some place for you, it to go. You need the goof juice to be funny, and we have dr- we have drank from the goblet of funny. So we will bring the funny to you, and we will start off with some insta facts I have for you, Yay. and this is from Crazy AF Facts. If you didn't know, AF stands for artificial as funny. That's funny. I was thinking something else. So here's a crazy fact, uh, number one, and this has nine likes. So, <laughs> Just baby- goes to show okay. how funny it is. Babies can't see color until up to four weeks after being born. And so, hold on, before Ivan, for those who don't know, you are a nurse, right? No, I'm not a nurse. <laughs> he's, he's a medical student. He's a chiropractor. I'm a pre-medical student. <laughs> so, not even a medical so can, you, can you confirm this fact, uh, quote unquote? I can confirm this from life experience, but... So, well, uh, me being in the medical field, obviously... Um, He's just Googling uh, it right now. <laughs> is that WebMD? Um, uh, CDC? Uh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> can babe? Is this true? Because I don't think it's true. I don't know. Because I, I remember actually. when I was a baby, I was like three weeks oh, old. Oh, yeah, of course. And of course. I remember seeing colors, so I don't think this is yeah. true. Come on, you're supposed to be the nurse, the smart one. I don't one. know this. You don't know? I, don't I thought you took know a biology this. Sorry, class. Sorry, I, I took a biology class, not a obscure facts that you might find on okay. Instagram. True, true. <laughs> class. And so the um, the caption by Crazy AFX is baby emoji equals black and white. <laughs> oh, because black and the white. The baby's oh, black because... or white. No, <laughs> no they only see black <laughs> It's, no, it's because they only see black and white. So anyway, I don't know. I don't. Mo- moving no. on. Really? I I have no idea. Okay. I probably. Moving uh, on uh, to Insta fact number two. Same uh, uh same uh, dude. The same brilliant creator. Same same crazy uh, facts. Ironically, forgetting is good for your memory. Hmm. What? Ironically, forgetting is good for your memory. But that's kind of oxymoronical if you think about it. That's kind of ironic. So again, again, uh, nurse, nurse Ivan. What are you? <laughs> You're supposed to be the smart hey, one. Hey, you know, uh, I forget all the time. Uh, you don't need to take a course for this. Um, what's the question again? <laughs> this is why. This is why you can't trust Instagram for facts 100. percent See, how's forgetting good for your memory? Yeah, because remember, would you just forget it? Is it good for your memory, or is it good for your whole being? Because I remember distinctly that during Chernobyl, they forgot to do something, and we know how <laughs> that ended, so... I mean, I don't think I that was good for their memory, either. Well, let's just say it didn't have... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it didn't go very well for that guy. Well, like, no, no, there's there's probably some 
some uh, legitimacy there. You know, like, if, for example, what if you're like an Alzheimer's patient <laughs> and you just forget that you have Alzheimer's? Boom. You're Problem fixed. done. You're, you're fixed. Done. You forgot that you forget? Boom, baby. You're why don't okay. They, yeah, if you have Alzheimer's, why don't you just forget that you have it? See? That, that's Problem the cure. Solved. That's the cure. Uh, <laughs> we just... We just figure out the cure to Alzheimer's and dementia. And the the uh, word I forgot. The, I forgot the word. Wait, no. <laughs> Wait, hey, you know maybe uh, it wasn't important. See, okay, no, not, no. The caption, caption. I actually legitimately forgot. Cap the the caption for this post is kind of obvious if you think about it. I see what mm, he did. Emoji. There. Uh, last insta fact. Natural gas doesn't have any smell. They just add some for security measures. I think that is true, actually. I think you might so, know something in this. So Davis, Davis being a... Being a homework. A, a chem... A chem... I'm, not a, chem. Not. I'm not a chem major. Oh, uh, you're not? Well, is this true? You took chemistry? I didn't take chemistry. I took chemistry. But we didn't talk about we industrial gas. Yeah. So what does... Wait, so if I gas, think they do, though. I remember. They, how do they somewhere. add the smell, though? I remember doing an OSHA... Uh, segment during one of my classes that probably maybe they do add a certain smell to natural gas. See, this is why forgetting is not good for your memory. <laughs> because you forget small facts like these. That's such a blanket statement <laughs> to go back to that. Forgetting is good for you. It's not. I I'm... forgot to load the rods in Chernobyl. I forgot. Hmm. Is this stove I forgot on? about Chernobyl. What happened at Chernobyl? Is the stove on? Man, I wish I knew that the stove was on. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of smart, though, if it is true, which probably is or is not. If it sounds like it's true, it's probably true. And it's on Instagram, so... So it must be true. Uh, so anyway, those are my uh, crazy AF facts. Go follow them on Instagram. Or Actually, not. No, just report them and block them into the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking at their posts, they don't have a lot of likes. So give them some love. Give them, them give, double tap them, make them famous. In the head specifically. <laughs> uh, make us famous too. You can double tap this one. Wait, no, you can't double tap. Just like it. Um, double so yeah, those are my crazy facts. And I guess we can now start off. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Nope. Davis. Oh, I guess it's me. So there was this time, apparently, in uh, American history, right before the Civil War, when a bunch of congressmen broke out into uh, a brawl on the uh, Senate floor, the House floor, precisely. Do they call it the House? Is um, it the House or the Senate? I don't know. I'm the one that's supposed just, to be doing this. I think it's the House, because the Senate yeah, is yeah. the these second are, floor. Yeah, these are congressmen, not senators. So, yeah, the House of Representatives. So... Continue. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Come on, we, okay. we drank the goof juice. Okay. So, uh, so you know, the tensions before Civil War were high. You know, Emancipation Proclamation and all that. States' rights and all that. States' rights and all that. <laughs> rights, <laughs> rights of the free people Just of America kidding, wait, 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 Hold on, hold on. <laughs> before we get canceled, it's, it's slavery, of course. There. There we go. What? But also state rights. <laughs> so... Uh, there were insults traded on this fateful night because it was during a late night session of, uh, you know, uh, an epic uh, D and D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so it all started when Pennsylvania representative Galusha Grau and <laughs> Lawrence name. Branch of North, Car uh, yeah, Galusha Grau. <laughs> Galusha. <laughs> it was yeah. They they were trading insults, and uh, the Lawrence Branch of North Carolina all like went into this huge brawl on the House floor. So. 
a uh, little tidbit, a little fact. Congressmen during this period often carried pistols or bowie knives when they stepped onto the, onto the congressional floor. In fact, by the late 1850s, some constituents from these congresspeople's uh, uh, you know, uh, areas actually sent their congressmen guns. And we should do that more, guys. Come on, yeah. guys. Let's turn. Let's let's go back to our roots. It's 2020, guys. It's we 2020. Have to, we have to go back to our roots. Well, well in context, roots. I don't know how good that statement is, but hey, I would uh, give a uh, Rep- representative uh, Dan Crenshaw gun. <laughs> oh man. Well, so it started when you know insults were thrown, uh, spirits were high, and this happened all around 2 a.m. in the morning during a late night session <laughs> of discussion between the representatives. So basically. Uh, it devolved into a 19th century wrestling match on the floor. So Representative Keat hit the floor after one punch. There was uh, no confirmation of who threw the punch, but he went down. And <laughs> knockout. <people> knockout <laughs> blow right hey, after that. Oh. Then after seeing that, Representative John F. Potter, and his nickname was Bowie Knife, jumped oh. into the brawl and started swinging and striking. Luckily, he didn't have his Bowie Knife on him at the time. <laughs> Wait, so he was just swinging with his fist? Yeah, swinging oh, with his fist. Oh, I thought he, like, he pulled out a bow and all. Yeah, that, that would be unfortunate. And then seeing this going down with uh, you know the, the, his fellow representative uh, going down swinging, uh, Congressman John Covade threatened to brain someone with a spittoon. So basically this guy <laughs> sees a spittoon on the floor, picks it up, and goes around trying to hit people on the head with it. Good thing it wasn't the chamber pot, though. Yeah. I'd rather take the spittoon than the uh, chamber pot. At least he didn't try to, like, dump what's in the spittoon onto people, which is worse. Exactly. That's, that's a fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. Eventually, they managed to break up the fight, uh, but... The, the score was not settled because soon after that, the Civil War was officially started between the uh, mm. within the United States. And that's so, how the Civil War started. That's, that's how the Civil how War started. started. It wasn't about slavery or Civil War. It was about I, a state campaign. It, no, no, it was actually kind of about that. <laughs> yeah. That was, they were talking long to the night. So that that's about it. That was one nice. of the largest fights to happen on the congressional floor. Uh, I think I remember that story from history somewhere. Can you uh, name your sources? So, I, the, since these are really old sources, they have really long titles. And really old people. E- even the more modern uh, references I have have really long titles. So, the first one is Pearly's Reminiscence of 60 Years in the National Metropolis, Volumes 1 through 2. And that's by Benjamin Pearlie Poor. The next one is Violence in Congress Before the Civil War, from Canings, uh, no, from Canings and Stabbings to Murder. That's, nice. That's Canings? I guess that's with a, a cane. Everyone carried a cane. <laughs> Rattle them with the I cane. I would assume so, yeah. <laughs> so, 19th century congressmen went to work carrying pistols and bowie knives and sometimes used them on colleagues. And that's a Times article by Becky Little. Nice. And that is my three sources. I think we would definitely solve uh, more problems and uh, solve it much faster if uh, we allowed senators and congressmen just, you know, duke it out. Or maybe have uh, presidential candidates just like, yes! Oh, yes! Yeah, yeah. just duel. <laughs> you know, Bernie against Biden. <laughs> we should probably keep our podcast political free. Yeah, we do not support politics. No, <laughs> wait, wait, no. Great. No! <laughs> We're anti-political. This is how you sink ships. Talking about politics. We did drink the funny juice. So, uh... (laughs) Don't worry, I'll I'll cut out the part where we talk about not wearing deodorant for a few days. Hey, you know, quarantine (laughs) has been bad, bro. It's actually been pretty good. Yeah, I just took a nap, so... Uh, yeah, that reminds me. Wash your hands, everyone. And don't go outside, unless you need to. 
Okay, don't, on. Uh, don't date it. Don't date it. Okay, Dave, so we shouldn't tell people to stay safe. Huh? Is that what <laughs> yes, huh? yes, huh? we shouldn't. Okay, we shouldn't so here, Davis safe. doesn't care about you or others. Exactly. So. Wow. <laughs> now you're giving us a bad name. Anyway. So, I'm giving me a bad name. So there was one stupid rich millionaire. Uh, anyway, uh, so back in the Revolutionary War, the United States printed its own money, called the Continental, as you might know. It wasn't very good money because it wasn't worth a penny. And even if it were, you couldn't buy anything with it. Oh, like today. <laughs> so if you had real money, however, you can buy tons of Continentals on the cheap, even if it was a stupid thing to do. But a stupid man by the name of Timothy Dexter still bought them. So uh, Continentals had been discontinued and were no longer in use when he purchased them. However, when America became independent after the war, uh, the government allowed Continentals to be traded in for 1% of their face value, which Whoa. was way more than what Dexter paid for them. He made millions Whoa. on a crazy, irresponsible gamble, pretty much. <laughs> so I don't know economics or how any of that works, but somehow they were worth more now. That's like investing in Bitcoin, like, when yeah, it was nearly it was worthless. Right. And now I think it's just... Kind of okay. Kind of okay. So uh, after uh, Timothy Dexter got all this money, he... Uh, bought a boat, uh, a trading ship, and he he could make even more money uh, by shipping goods elsewhere. Elsewhere. I'm a lift, guys. Uh, now, here's where the story takes a, a dumb turn. Uh, now, Timothy Dexter, he was a low IQ'd individual, and he never learned how to write, uh, but he wrote a book anyway. Oh. Uh, after his, his whole fame and fortune. Hey, that's better than me. Uh, he wrote a book. Got a steep learning curve. Uh, but he was rich, and he, he wrote a book called A Pickle for the Knowing Ones. And it had no punctuation. <laughs> Why does that sound like an indie film? I don't know. <laughs> a Pickle for the, no Sundance. For the Knowing Ones. Sun coming soon to Sundance So, films. A Pickle for the Knowing Ones. It had no punctuation, and most words were misspelled, and capitalization was random. And uh, here's a <laughs> passage random. from the book. My fortune has been very hard... Oh, wait, I'm gonna have a stroke <laughs> reading this. Okay, my fortune has been hard, very hard, that is, I have had hard knocks on my head for different times from a boy to this day, twice taken up for dead, two beatings, was a lawyer, then he put me blind, seven days, two talkers, no, two talkers, he was mad because... The people at large declared me Lord Dexter, King of Chester. <laughs> I like how it's just like gobbledygook and then like, uh, Lord King of Chester. You know, like he just like finishes in the last sentence. Uh, yeah, so he, he called himself a lord, uh, pretended to be a philosopher, and commissioned 40 statues of himself and that he placed around his estate. Dang. Uh, meanwhile, his aristocratic neighbors gave him horrendous investment advice in an attempt to bankrupt him. Oh. Uh, but to no avail, he thought... The wealthy elite would embrace him now they had now that he had money but they shunned him since they still saw him as a low-class person so <clears throat> later on after his uh fortune he uh was urged to sell coals to newcastle an endeavor he then undertook when he brought the coal to the english city which was internationally known for its supply the local miners were on strike at that time so because he brought in coal when they were on strike he actually made money and sold the coal this man's a genius <laughs> so but it was by accident <laughs> what? got some Pretty accidental much. revenue and he actually staged his own uh funeral attended by three thousand people what? only so he could observe the occasion 
uh, oh my while, gosh. while uh, being with them. So basically, he's standing there with 3,000 people. It's like, aha, yes. Like, it's like I wonder what they... Or is this man right Schrute's grand, grand, grandfather? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, hmm, I wonder what they think about me. Hmm. It's uh, like there's just a person like, dude, he was like the best man I ever knew. And he's like, oh, really? I don't remember seeing you ever. <laughs> and to celebrate his achievements, he wrote uh, another uh, near incomprehensible memoir. Of course. Uh, that featured no punctuation again. And he gave it out to his neighbors, copies. And they were horrified, of course, because pretty much it's not readable. It's a, it's a stroke-inducing And uh, there's format. a picture. Well, you can't see. And I didn't put it up there because... Uh, you, you can't see the picture, but uh, it was Lord... Well, the picture was labeled Lord Timothy Dexter with his hairless dog. Oh. And so it was, it was, it was a picture of him and his hairless dog. And he has this, those uh, those dumb tricorner hats. Why's those are the coolest. A, I mean, they're cool. The cool hats, but the dude. hat he was wearing, it's like it was, as, it was as long as his his so, uh, his height. So whatever. it's a ten gallon tricorner <laughs> hat. It was like ten feet wide. It was a ten gallon tricorner. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Why and, a hairless dog though? I don't know. So my sources is Prasonomics: The Strange Life of Lord Timothy Dexter by Zachary Crockett. On January 9th, 2015, and New England Historical Society, Timothy Dexter, the ridiculous millionaire who sold coals to Newcastle. Oh, shoot. Why did it not save the oh. name? Uh, I smell a faker. No, uh, but yeah, that's from New England Historical Society. And those are my two sources about the man from rags to riches by accident. <laughs> Or by design. By design. Many series of accidents. He was fourteen. He was either the dumbest person ever, or he was just a really smart dude. Make the war on illiteracy. And we must strive to embetter it. Wait, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) We must embetter illiteracy. Cut that out. (laughs) You see see those numbers on illiteracy? I want those numbers up, baby. (laughs) No, I want those numbers down. Those are rookie numbers. (laughs) We're not doing the puns anymore, guys. What? We are like, like David's story was very um that was one <laughs> no, no, that's one bronze story. that was one rocking story no and my story sense. was pretty uh, uh Timothy Dexter <laughs> what <laughs> wow that was such a Dexter of a story it's like that was, a, that was a pretty know how to use puns that was a pretty uh, stupid story wait no uh <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Man, you had to have some uh, low IQ to understand that. Yes. Or maybe a thousand IQ to understand that. Possibly. Possibly. So, if he was smart <laughs> enough. So anyway, uh, speaking about gold, uh, <laughs> my story. What a great transition. <laughs> my story is called Gold in Dardham Hills. In Dardham? Yeah. That's that's the quote huh. from that movie. What, what movie are we talking I about? I don't know. It's, it's, it's from a movie. <laughs> Just a little bit of movie trivia in there. So there was a time when gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill in Coloma, California. Yeah, I, I know this. Th- this isn't about the gold rush. In fact, this is about four gold rushes. <laughs> Though uh, he, uh, who's he? Sutter. Oh, that's an actual dude, John Sutter. Yeah, yes. That's why it's called if it's Sutter's a Mill. mill uh, Sutter's Mill. <laughs> okay. It's a possessive. Yeah, it's a possessive. Um, yeah. Though Sutter tried to keep it quiet, word spread, and soon there was a surge in immigration to California from people hoping to strike it rich. And then, of course, the whole story of the gold rush and all, and 
all that. It was the most famous gold rush in American history, but in fact, it was not the first. Three other gold rushes occurred earlier in the 19th century in the United States. Of course, not at the scope of uh, what we know as the gold rush and the California gold rush, but they were, uh, uh, people got whole lots of big payouts. <laughs> Dude, they, they, there was a lot of money. I actually researched these numbers and there was a lot of gold found in Dartham Hills. Before California had its gold rush, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Georgia were states that people flocked to to try their hand at prospecting. So, first discovery. In 1799, South Carolina, a young man named Conrad Reed found a yard... Uh, <laughs> yard you made a yard, yard. He <laughs> found a yard yellow rock. So yeah, this guy, Conrad Reed, he found a large yellow rock in his father's field at Cabarrus County, North Carolina. The family said it was uh, used as a doorstop for many years <laughs> until a visiting jeweler told them of its real worth as a 17-pound gold nugget. And so, yeah, you can just imagine the scene. The guy just comes in, like, probably a family friend or just somebody stopping by to uh, analyze something, and he just says, Oh, that looks awfully familiar. He just cracks it up and is like, Yeah, this is a 17-pound gold nugget. Wait, wait, so, so the family, family was like... Hmm, this, this this is a nice rock. This is a nice rock, pretty heavy. Hmm. Um, I wonder what... Use, <laughs> uses that paperweight. <laughs> it's kind of colored like gold. Huh? No, 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 I think there would be like some dirt on it or something. Uh, it wouldn't be like that obvious. It's like, this is a heavy rock. It wouldn't be like shined or anything. Uh, yeah, because it was found in a field. It wasn't found in like a uh, river. <laughs> so yeah, uh... Yeah, through yeah, this all of, all of a sudden started uh, people flooding in trying to get that uh, gold in a cap yeah cabers county and so this caused congress to build a mint to cope with the sheer amount of gold being dug up in north carolina it's estimated that by 1824 so yeah it was in 1799 by 1824 about 2500 ounces were cashed in gold for cash and cash for no gold? it's cash for gold ca cash for gold yeah, yeah. Gold, gold for cash. No. This they... is the same Settlers of Catan deliberation. Yeah, that's 156 pounds of gold that was uh, exchanged for cash. We're on the edge of our seats. All right, number two. 14 years later in 1813, a group of Tennessee women found a gold deposit while washing their clothes in the riverbanks near Smithville. Did you just say a group of women? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said number two, a group of women. It's like, wait, what? No, no, number two. I said, 14 later. <laughs> I'm having this joke. 14 hey, later. Know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm Timothy Dexter. So, <laughs> yeah. 14 years later, in 1813, a group of Tennessee women found a gold deposit while washing their clothes in the riverbanks near Smithville. It is reported to be one of the most short-lived gold rushes in America's history, with nearly 15,000 kilograms, which I converted it to 3,300 pounds of gold, uh, it was panned up, dug up, or mined within a matter of 15 years. That's almost like three tons. Dude, that's like Wait, how much? 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> a mint was set, of course. Uh, it was set up in the capital to deal with the gold rush. And now the third gold rush. Yeah, this is getting pretty long. The third gold rush... I'm digging to find the joke. I'm digging more. to find a joke. I'm, try, I'm trying to find a punchline. Yeah, yeah, the third gold rush prior to California's... So, like, this is right before California's... Uh, oh, these are famous. all before the actual California. Yeah, yeah, this is all before the California gold rush. So this is, like, directly before... Wait, 
49 years. Yeah, about like 20 years before. Yeah. So this happened around in southeast Georgia. Although it started in 1829, close to Dalanega. Although it started in 1829, close to Dalanega, reports of where... Reports of where it specifically happened uh, varies. There are at least five different accounts of various people being the first uh, to, quote, to the dig site, quote, unquote, quotation marks, parentheses. Now, uh, yeah, and Andrew Jackson, who was the president at that time, had to create an official U.S. mint to handle the influx of gold, which came to about 24,000 kilograms, which is 52,000 pounds. That's almost gold. like 5,200. Wait, no. <laughs> That's almost like 52 tons. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Wait, no, no, no. So one ton. That's like 25, 20, 20 something. No, no, I'm, I'm doing metric tons. Oh, okay. Well, no one what uses am the I? metrics. What am I, not a scientist? Yeah, and all of that yeah. gold, 52,000 of that delicious gold was uh, dug up in about <laughs> 40 years. And so... Yeah, in comparison to these three prior gold rushes, uh, it was estimated that miners had extracted about 750,000 pounds of gold wait, during the so, entirety of the California gold Wait, rush. so there's like child labor going on there? What? what? Where did that come from? I'm miners? Sorry. Oh my god! Yes. Hey, I got him. Funny juice, no. am I right? <laughs> we, need, uh, we need to patent that funny juice. Uh, yeah. And so my sources are from history.com and the website of National Museum of American History. They got them titles for them sources? Yeah, the title from history.com is The California Gold Rush of 1849 wasn't America's first gold rush. It wasn't even the second. It was written by Elizabeth Haynes in 2013. And then the other one from the National Museum of American History, the website, of course, it was Striking It Rich, American Gold Rushes of the Early 19th Century. Wow, that's quite... You could say it was a golden story. No, no, that story had a lot of nuggets of truth right in it. I don't even know what they were. (laughs) (laughs) That they found, like, an elephant's worth of of gold back in the day. How much does that elephant weigh? Depends. What kind of elephant you want. I love them LBs. male adult bull elephant. There's a lot of different bull elephants you want to... Africa? No, let's just go with uh, African forest elephant. They weigh six thousand pounds. Huh. That's so they found like dang. twenty. They found 20 like elephants. twenty-three elephants. <laughs> Total. Twenty elephants. Made out of gold. Made out of gold. And then they worship them. <laughs> and these are the end times, people. <laughs> what? <laughs> these are the signs of the end times. times. Okay, Davis, you you said you wanted to transition us to the ads. Go ahead. There we go. Why are you clapping? <laughs> that's, oh, a, that's a sign for you to transition. Oh, I thought you were going to like say something. No. But it's like, oh, clap, music starts, and then <laughs> no. add. No. Wait, how do you usually do, 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 do. it? So, while oh, we, yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to deliberate. I used to do this. How come I, it's been a long time since we've done this? So, uh, before Raid Shadow Legends, actually, no. <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shade rattle. <laughs> I'm having a stroke, guys. I'm dying. Bring I'm us dying. to the ads already. <laughs> Bring us home, no, baby. No, we have people to think and places to be. Go. To think. Go. All right. All right. To think. Thank yes. you for listening to our stories. We are now going to try and figure out who is telling the truth and who is lying. One of us is faking their story, while the other two are telling the pristine truth. The so, golden truth. So hang tight, listen to these special messages from our sponsors, and we'll get back to you right after this. Hello there, it is 
me, Bum, your favorite podcaster and host. And today uh, we're going to jump into some ads. So first I want to thank Blue Tape for sponsoring this episode of of the Though There Was podcast. We are in uncertain times, and I'm sure you'll need supplies to help you through this pandemic, and Blue Tape uh, is there. If there's still any in stores, uh, just grab a roll and any other essential uh, items that you might need. Um, as for renovations, I've just given up. Yeah, now my, now my kitchen is just... It's just gone. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, it's all ruined. Uh, so yeah, Blue Tape. Go get some, and also remember, uh, stay safe, wash your hands, social distance uh, from one another. Um, it's to help not only yourself, but other people as well. So do that. Also, I want to thank La Crumbo uh, for putting out his uh, his music, his tracks out there for uh, free use. And we used uh, one of his tracks, Biscuits, for our theme song. So uh, yeah, thank you, La Crumbo, for putting out your stuff. And check him out. He's on YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, I think. He makes some cool lo-fi uh, hip-hop type beats uh, for studying or for just chilling. And since, you know, if you're quarantined at home, you can just chill with his music. So thank you, LaCrumbo. Also, uh, if you tweet about the show or if you're thinking about tweeting about the show, uh, thank you so much. It is the only way we can get out there by word of mouth. So yeah, if you do tweet about the show, thank you so much. And one final thing, we're on CastBox, Spotify, iTunes. Go check us out there. Uh, We have a promotional ad uh, we did like a while back. And you can go send that uh, link to your friends or family or whoever is interested in uh, podcasts. It's uh, sort of a sampler to listen to uh, if they're interested in history, uh, facts, weird stuff. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, let's get back to uh, the show. So we're back. Yes. Ooh. Where would I we would go? So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Literally, though, where would we go? In this hey. time of quarantine, <laughs> in this time of quarantine, please shelter in place, wash your hands properly for at least 20 seconds with warm soap and water. Uh, yes, and that's about it. So, I, okay, I'm going to give my, my three cents and two dollars and five quarters and two dimes that's almost like five so dollars i like $5. okay i have a suspicion i'm gonna make an educated guess that it is davis one because uh after hearing ivan's story his sounds pretty historically correct along with his sources but but davis is here um his story don't really correlate with his sources because like your sources were saying it's, it's pretty vague. It was enough to fit the no, story. It was incredibly specific. Because it was like something like... Um, Let me find my thing. Officials have guns or whatever. But it none of the sources specifically state uh, that brawl that happened at that time with those two people. Um, it, well, it was technically four people and other you, unidentified can read, people. Uh, can you read your sources again? So... My first one was Pearly's reminiscence of 60 years in the National Metropolis. <laughs> this was a direct so excerpt. And you see, and then violence. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Was, that that title has nothing to do with your story. Yes, but it is volumes one through two. But still, so there's a lot of nothing, content in there. Nothing in there has anything to do with your story. And the second one? Uh, I have a total of three. So David, read your your second source or whatever. My second source was a Times article entitled, well... Entitled? Mm-hmm. Titled, 19th century congressman went to work carrying pistols and bowie knives. 
and sometimes use them on colleagues. Ah, but here's the thing. Uh, it says nothing about him being involved in a brawl with other people in the, the Congress Hall or whatever. So again, you could use that source, kind of twist it to match your story. Third source? Well, yeah, that was, that was all three sources. Ah, well, yeah. my counterpoint is this was from the time where clickbait was not as important and ti academic titles mattered. So the only substance that I can provide is that these actual quotes from these articles were not altered in any way. The titles are real, and the sources and names I quote are real. They are real, but I, uh, I believe your story is fake. I believe. I believe, and that's that's my two cents, two dimes, two dollars, four quarters, two nickels, whatever. Funny you should uh, accuse. Uh, yeah, funny you should be the one accusing, because uh, I think yours is pretty, uh, pretty suspicious. Hmm. Uh, bum. Um, just your story in general this one seems exceptionally weird because i don't think i've ever heard of continental money used before that's an act that's an actual it, was, thing. it is an, an actual, actual continental thing. okay continental money that's my bad for those that took ap history they had to do ap to american history. <laughs> they used something back then what did yeah, they use? i didn't uh, i didn't take that uh that history class yeah. they used sand dollars and conch shells that's remember i'm a biology major i don't they use rocks <laughs> but also like no he's literally forrest gump no, i just he's made Dwight that true he no he's forrest gump Forrest Gump, because he's kind of kind of a little slow in like the writing department. But, but like, we insulted almost, him throughout almost, the episode. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is bad on our Dexter. Is he Timothy Dexter? He's dead, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it does. But matter. what if? Yeah, yeah. But it seems a little too serendipitous. May I use the word? I thought that was a documentary. <laughs> yes, a documentary, documentary featuring uh, Tom Cruise. Featuring Tom Cruise and Rachel Weisz. I don't know. I don't know who the who the actress was, but yeah, I, I just Nicholas. I have a I have a sinking suspicion. I have a sinking suspicion as well. Uh, that uh, bomb, uh, uh, you are the liar. You are the fake. Hold on, I'm just gonna say now that Davis's, who I'm pretty sure now is fake, is now gonna take that uh, advantage and vote for me. That's something a faker would say. No, no, because that's what something I would do, and I'm pretty sure we've done also like okay, so he thinks it's him. So I'm just gonna agree with him anyway. Get this over with and try to take out these <laughs> no. I, Oh man, we sound so that because so that's what because like Davis is hopping on right away. But like, if mm, I knew doing? that you knew that I knew that you knew that I would Davis, do something that you on. would do, it's not me. Go on anyway. I would not do it because I through process of elimination. One, I know I'm not telling a fake story. Two. I've heard of many gold rushes happening throughout the main U.S. continent before the main California gold rush. So have I, yes. And those kind of fit the bill. And I've heard about how many elephants worth of gold they found. And it's so pretty close. Elephants. And it's close to the amount that Ivan proponented in his story. And I've never heard of this Timothy Dexter before, even though you have provided admirably titled sources. Admirably well so. Can you read those sources again? First one by Priceonomics, <laughs> The Strange Life of Lord Timothy Dexter by Zachary Crockett, and that's an economic website. Second one, The New England Historical Society, Timothy Dexter, The Ridiculous Millionaire Who Sold Coals to Newcastle. Yes, mm. they do sound quite interesting, but and there's one thing that doesn't make sense to me. Which is? 
I'm thinking about hold on because <laughs> like we know I know now for sure it's it's Davis because no. your sources once again that first one has nothing to do with your story and you can bend your story to whatever it sounds cool bend it to your will but it probably wouldn't have happened all right I think we've had enough deliberation I'm I've made my points I have made my speculations clear and I'm still sticking with my uh, my idea that bum is the faker. I've cussed my lot in my dubious uh, reckonings. Hopefully Ivan's word. smart and picks the right <laughs> choice. Yeah. So you're voting all yeah, for bums. me. I'm not the faker. You're not the faker? No. You're not the faker? No. Dude. I, I'm not the faker. I'm the faker. Oh! <laughs> no! No! Yeah. But yeah. I am the faker. I for sure thought it was Davis. <laughs> I yeah. for sure thought it was Bob. I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for the story to be used. What happened? There are actually. Uh, what I did added, you change? I had the one thing that I changed was. So yeah, the the Carolina one that they did have a gold rush there. They had a gold rush in Georgia, but they did not have a uh, a massive uh, gold rush compared to these other three. In Tennessee, that was the fake one. Yeah, so like where it shows like uh, what was it the headline in the history.com website article thing? It says the California Gold Rush of 1849 wasn't America's first gold rush. It wasn't even the second. So like that would mean it wasn't the first, wasn't the second. So there's got to so be at least there's three. Just at least three. And California Gold Rush was the third one. So then I was like, oh yeah, I'll just put the fourth one in there. Like, I'll just slide it in between. So you just Georgia. Added- and Carolina. So he added a fake gold rush. And that I was added in... a fake additional gold rush. That was the Tennessee one. That was the Tennessee one. I, think... I mean, Tennessee, there might be gold found, but like not to the extent of it being called a gold rush. Like, it, there wasn't three, uh, it wasn't 3,300 pounds worth of gold. No, that was, I just made that number up. It I was, was actually surprised to find it. This, this number here, this is true. 52,000 pounds. That's a lot of elephants. 20 pounds. golden elephants. Over the span of 40 years, and like, you know, 750,000 pounds comparing it, that to the gold rush. So there's a lot of gold. <laughs> there was a lot of gold. Yeah, something I also did say... Uh, I read afterwards was so he he staged the funeral and then he saw that his wife wasn't crying enough so he beat her. What? Whoa! Okay. So, what? Yeah, <laughs> because of that. Not just dumb and stupid, but also, also crazy domestic also violence. Terrible. Not just kidding. So Timothy Dexter, not a good not dude. A dude man. Not, not, a good. not a dude man. Not a cool man. He beat but his he wife. Did. He was rich though. And all that stuff. So there actually was some dude started a brawl fight at 2 a.m. Yeah, 2 a.m. What are you doing there? It's time to go to bed. And a dude picked up a spittoon and was like, I'm going to hit someone with this, and he never did. Oh, he never did. He's just going around saying, I'm going to hit you guys. He's like, like, I don't want to spill this because this is nasty. <laughs> exactly. It was nasty. And it was like, you uh, know, lots of lots of names were said. For uh, This marks Ivan's first uh, sort of... first victory. His first, well, yeah, his and first victory. I, third failure. He's trying to uh, find something. That was, that was a pretty good one. That was yeah. legit. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening to the So There Was podcast. Uh, again, we're on Spotify, iTunes, CastBox. Uh, so go check us out there. Uh, if you tweet about the show, uh, at So There Was 2, thank we you. We'll pay you a bunch of money. We can't, sadly. Uh, but <laughs> Due to legal reasons. And, and we never will, probably. But thank you for tweeting. You're cool. Uh, That's it. That's it. <laughs> This has been the So There Was podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this program. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful day. And as always, why am I going this (laughs) fast?
And as always, uh, check your facts and watch your back. And wash your hands. <laughs>